We have a special guest from Austin, Texas, the owners of Eastside Movement, uh, Amy Hooper and Anthony Recito. Anthony is a longtime college friend of mine. Amy, we're meeting right now. Very excited to have you on. And the two of you um, have been doing some pretty special stuff and stuff that I've been very interested in. And I wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of talk about what you've been doing and share that with the community that I'm trying to grow. And so I'm going to turn it over to both of you, let you tell your own story. I'll just sit back and I'm just here to ask some questions. So we uh, are both physical therapists. Um, We own a company called Eastside Movement Company, which is in uh, Austin, Texas, like you were saying. Um, I've been a physical therapist for about six years now, um, and we met in January mm-hmm. of this year. He was my student at another clinic that I worked at. Yeah, we hit it off pretty well. And then uh, we're like, well, it seems like we should just like start our own company because we like <laughs> together. Uh, so let's do that. <laughs> um, Amy, how long, yeah, how long you been, how long have you been in the field? What have you been focusing on? Yeah, so I graduated in May um, and became a physical therapist then um, and started treating in July after I took my board's exam. And it's a bit of a bold move to, to start a company right out of school and to, to go into business for yourself. Anthony and I at the clinic that uh, we met at has a specific treatment style that uh, makes a lot of sense to both of us. It's from a, a group called the Posture Restoration Institute. We were both really drawn to the specific sort of exercises that that group uh, puts out that are really different from other exercises, from other sort of treatment philosophies that Um, Both of us had studied, both had low back pain that it helped resolve. Um, And we tried a lot of other things for low back pain before finding posture restoration separately and then before meeting each other. So we're really bought into posture restoration and to some other sort of different interesting concepts. We think that there aren't enough people talking about. So we decided to go into business together because we want to do, we want to treat the way that we think is best and, um, working for someone else and working in a, in a, in a clinic, uh, a different clinic. It's hard to do exactly what you want when you're working for somebody else. At least it was sort of within the like constraints that we had. Um, Mm -hmm. so we said, all right, well, the way that we like to treat, um, is similar enough that we get along where we can bounce ideas off each other. Um, and the, our goals for the future in terms of, uh, like work-life balance, uh, what our goals are in terms of like wanting to own a business and wanting to be our own bosses. Um, aligned and uh, the pandemic was starting up then. So we said, well, um, you know, I'm probably going to have a difficult time getting another job anyway. So let's just (laughs) do it. Yeah. Yeah, Let's just see what happens. There's, there's a huge problem um, in that the, the public's conception of physical therapy and really of a lot of healthcare in general is that people, people do not know how to take care of their bodies. They don't know in, in a lot of ways, right? Um, and they don't know maybe necessarily where the best place to get help is, uh, or people don't know even the difference between a lot of different healthcare providers because it's confusing and there's a lot of overlap between them. Um, some people think that physical therapy is just like something for your grandma, you know, or something for like after you have a surgery. When you break a leg or something, yeah. When you yeah. break a leg, something big like that. What we want people to know and what most physical therapists want people to know is that we are movement system specialists. So when it comes to neuromusculoskeletal problems, so if it has to do with your nerves, your muscles, uh, your other soft tissues, your bones, whatever, if it's something that does not require surgery, which is something really traumatic would require surgery, definitely, like you fall and you break a bone really, really bad. But otherwise, the, the aches and pains that we get that creep into our lives from like 
maybe like sitting at a desk all day, or maybe like you do the same kind of exercise and it's like a really repetitive motion. You get some breakdown, you get some knee pain or whatever. Physical therapists are like uniquely suited and we are uniquely suited to be able to help you figure out um, like what sort of patterns that your body has, what sort of deficits that you have, and then like how to fix that. You know, it's really easy to just like go to the doctor and get an injection, like a, a steroid shot, but like the steroid shot is going to decrease inflammation, but it's not going to address like why you got mm. to the problem in the first place. And that's our thing is like, what is like, let's get to the root problem. And then let's like, let's fix it from there. So you don't have to keep having the same thing or that when it pops up, you know what to do about it. We're all about like giving people knowledge of their own bodies, their own patterns. So that like the that empowerment is in their hands. PT isn't huge on Instagram, but there is a growing bubble of people who work in the like health and fitness fields who are putting out really cool content on Instagram. And I've learned a lot from Instagram, especially like near the end of school, I got like a lot of different ideas and got exposed to different sort of treatment philosophies because of Instagram, because of social media, which is crazy. Um, because most people are like, get off of social media. It's it's wasting your time. It's whatever. But there's been some really cool things that I've learned, podcasts that I've picked up on that I wouldn't have gotten exposed to if it weren't for Instagram. My push to get us on Instagram came from that, came from wanting to join the conversation and wanting to get engaged with people who are on social media who tend to be a little bit younger. Hey, like here's some cool information about your body and here's information about us and that we're out here doing this wanting to join that conversation and to engage more people is really what, what drove that for me. I spent enough time on social media <laughs> in general and in the little PT bubble that I feel pretty comfortable knowing what kind of stuff we should post or, or like what's engaging or what's not. Um, and we, we learn, we learn more and more of that, like as time goes by and as we see what other people are posting. But and it's crazy that that's kind of the world of how we can, that's how we consume now. And mm -hmm. we consume things in 15 to 45 second clips. Like TikTok and, and Instagram. It's a great example of like, that's how we consume things. So, so let's kind of talk about some of the, the main pillars that you have. And, you know, I've researched throughout your page and, you know, your company and things like that. Um, there were a few foundations that I saw. So I'll, I'm going to name a few of them and I'll let you guys go in depth on them. So um, you guys talked about bodies are asymmetrical. Uh, everybody, everybody's resilience. Uh, find the cause of the cause of the problem and movement equals wellness. And so I want you to just go more in depth on those four things and kind of educate all of us. Basically, if you look at our main cavity here, like our abdominal and our thoracic cavity, like if you were to open us up, like our organs are not asymmetrical. Like we have a liver on one side, three lungs on one side, heart, you know, more, uh, sorry, three lobes of the lung on one side. Heart I was going to say, I didn't even know we had three lungs. Like, that's incredible. That's incredible. <laughs> that's like, this is, wow. this is brand new stuff. It's all over PT Instagram. <laughs> breaking, breaking, You're breaking news. news. Uh, uh, so yeah, so we, you know, basically like our organs are asymmetrical. So that's going to kind of shift our weight one side to the other. Um, so naturally um, we are going to be more of right-sided oriented people. Now it doesn't mean uh, like hand dominance. It just means of like how we move is going to be more right-sided oriented. So our spine starts to the right, um, rotates easier to the right. Our diaphragm works better on the right than the left. So our diaphragm is the big muscle that kind of like comes under the rib cage um, that, you know, is our main like way to like bring air in. Um, and so it's easier for us to contract like one side versus the other. So that asymmetry leads us to essentially like looking at exercises of how we can help people move from one side to the other without compensation. Um, and we believe that compensation can lead to some tissue breakdown um, and tissue breakdown can may or may not lead to pain. Um, that's mm. 
another, you know, like kind of uh, rabbit hole if we want to jump down that. But, <laughs> um, that is kind of the asymmetry we talk about. So if we're thinking about that organ asymmetry and how our body is going to weigh different right to left, how it breathes different on one side versus the other. And then, like I said, with from that, our spine is going to be oriented to one side and it's how do we move from the right to the left mm. and back to the right without compensation. And we, we really start at the, the way that we look at the body, we start at the middle at what the rib cage and the pelvis are doing, what the diaphragm is doing, and we move out from there. So then we might start to, to talk about what are the shoulders doing? What are the muscles around the shoulders doing? What are the hips doing? What are the muscles around the hips doing? And like down. So we start very central and work out from there. So like we see patterns here and then based on the patterns that we see here, we know we, we have things that we're expecting to see or expecting not to see like further out the body that, that we then address. Um, so a lot of the stuff, a lot of the exercises we do, a couple of hands-on techniques that we do start here, rib cage to pelvis, and then move out away from that, depending on exactly what's going on. Different from, from what other PTs might do or other like healthcare professionals might do, but uh, for, we, we think it works really well for, for our bodies and for, for other people's bodies too. Yeah. And it's like, how can we position your body in a good spot to where your muscles work in an ideal like range? You know, that's probably the biggest thing that like we, uh, we want to get out of this is like, Hmm. we want to get your muscles like working when they should, like every muscle is there for some sort of reason. It wasn't just like put there like randomly, like, oh yeah, we'll just give you that. And it's never going to, you don't need that. Um, So we want to try to get your body into that good position. So that way your muscles like are working like in an ideal range. I, I think a good way to think about our bodies is that like, you know, our bodies do a really great job of healing themselves um, and a really great job of moving and accomplishing tasks with like structural damage or like structural like abnormalities. I think uh, one research study, I believe it was done in like Britain. Um, it was like a systemic review they did when they were trying to redo their healthcare system because they had such a back backup of patients when uh, to go to orthopedic surgeon. So it was like a six month like wait time. They're like, how do we cut down on this? And what they were finding was that like the surgery, shoulder surgeries they were having basically had a 50% success rate, actually like having surgery on the painful tissue. Basically, like when you look at MRIs and that sort of stuff, they're going to show damage in it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're fixing the problem by like fixing the damaged tissue. So like our bodies are pretty resilient. Like it can fix itself a lot of times, even though you have like damage in there. So I think that's the cool thing about physical therapy is, is that like we have an ability to really help people like get to where they want to go and solve problems that allow them to do the things they want to do um, without having to go into surgeries, without having to go to PT after surgery and then have another surgery and another surgery. Um, So like basically like we're facilitators, like for people to like allow their body to heal themselves, like every, the patients and clients do all the work, like we just help coach them along. So I think that's like the cool part about our field. And that's why too, like I wanted to just talk more to the two of you because that's very aligned with me and the things that I've researched and I've learned about is like, you want to just avoid surgery prescriptions, like all of those things that are just not natural as best as you can. Um, and just, you know, the, the things you can do just by eating correctly and just exercising yourself and moving and all that, it's just crazy versus you know, just trying to, I'm going to go get this surgery or that surgery, or I'm going to get it put on this medication for the rest of my life. And it's, it's, it's cool to hear you guys talk about that because that's very much in line with the research that I've done and just kind of what makes sense when you really think about it. We didn't have surgeries and prescriptions for thousands of years. Like, you know what I mean? It's, if you hurt yourself, you just, your body fixed itself through 
you know, movement and all that kind of stuff throughout the past. So, um, I guess that also probably leads to the find the cause of the cause of the problem. I, I've never heard that phrase. So if you guys want to go more in depth on that, that'd be great. I love it. You know, uh, a lot of the time, so a, a good example for, for this one, I feel like is knee pain, right? Um, knee pain's very common. It's something a lot of people have experienced or experienced for a little bit, or it can even be debil debilitating, right? So if you look at, you're like, okay, I have knee pain. That's my problem. You're like, what's the cause of my knee pain? Maybe you go see a general practitioner, an orthopedist or whoever. Um, they do, a, they image your knee and they say, hey, your meniscus, the little cushion that's in your knee, your meniscus is torn up on one side and that's why you have pain. Um, so then we say, okay, well, you have knee pain and you have an image that shows that your meniscus is torn up a little bit. So that could be the cause of your knee pain. Your knee pain also could be from something else, but what, why, what caused your knee tissue to break down in the first place? And are you, are you necessarily doomed to have like knee pain and problems for the rest of your life just because you have like a tear in your meniscus? And our answer is no. So our answer is not just like, or our answer for like cause a level above that is why did your knee tissue break down in the first place? And the knee is a good example of this because the knee is sort of a dummy joint um, in that like it's this hinge joint, right? That um, is really controlled by what's going on at your foot and what's going on at your hip. And for most people with knee pain, we're going to find deficits uh, in function or maybe mobility um, or strength at the, at the hip and at the ankle and the foot. Um, so for me, if someone comes in and says like, my knee hurts, um, I'm going to say, okay, your knee hurts. And it might be because like this tissue is like irritated, but ultimately the cause of the cause is that like you lack some strength in your hip or you lack some strength in your foot or motor control of your hip or your foot or maybe range of motion in your hip and your foot and then i want to do something to your hip and your foot to actually like restore them to optimal function so your knee doesn't have to just take the beating which is which is different than the what you would think right so you would think if i was just a normal person my knee hurts i need to go get my knee fixed like i need knee surgery and people are quick to go yeah for sure we'll we'll, we'll give you this knee surgery and then in 2 or 3 years you're right back in there because you're knee surgery just like if you you know are you know very obese and you just eat really poorly and then you get heart surgery your odds of going back to heart surgery are very very high because you're not going to change the foods that you're eating right like um it, it's like again it just makes so much sense why is it that you guys think this way, but the majority of maybe not so much the majority of people in your, in your profession, but in the majority of the world thinks I just need to get my knee fixed. Like, why do you think that is? It's, I, I mean, it's easier, it's quicker, right? Like um, it's easier to be like, Oh, I just have to have this one thing removed and like everything will be fine. Um, and like, I feel like some people, like at least people that generally come to physical therapy that are um, maybe closer to our generation, I think maybe are starting to realize that a little bit more. And it just mm -hmm. might be like, you know, the bubble of like being in Austin, because Austin's a pretty active place. Mm -hmm. People know that they need some conservative stuff or some like change in their movement patterns sort of things. Uh, but I, I do think it's the ease of it, honestly. Like it's the idea that you can do this one thing and it's fixed. Because um, a lot of times surgeons won't even say they need PT after and until the, after the surgery. Like they're like, okay, now uh, you need six months of uh, physical therapy. Uh, after the surgery before we can even talk Sur about surprise <laughs> yeah and people are like i didn't even know i needed to do that i mean i i feel like very fortunate to be in a place where i have an understanding of how interconnected all of our body systems are and how interconnected all of our body's parts are um and it's very easy to i mean it's it's easy to look at any part of the body this way and that's just sort of the way that people look at it just like my knee hurts it must be my knee or like my stomach hurts 
I can't be related to anything else. It's just my stomach. Or like, I like, I have trouble breathing sometimes when I exercise, like it must just be asthma. Like nothing else must be playing into that. Like, it's just, that is what it is. Like people tend to want like a really boiled down sort Mm -hmm. of answer. And there's a lot of like really beautiful complexity. Um, and it's just like the beautiful complexity is harder Mm -hmm. to get into, but there's, there's truth in that and there's answers in that. Um, and it doesn't have to be super ridiculously complex, right? Like it's not crazy to think that what's going on at your hip and your foot control what happens to your knee, but like, that's a new idea for a lot of people. Um, Mm -hmm. so like getting that out there, like your body's parts are connected. Everything's, you know, all, all together in a lot of different ways, mechanically and like neurologically. I feel like it also goes into like a little bit of like, kind of like black and white thinking a little bit, like, which, you know, is an, uh, an epidemic in and of itself. In I mean, the, that's a cultural, that's a cultural right? thing in, Amer- uh, in America, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to think of like something being a gray area of like, right. okay, like you can have this problem, you can have like a tear or something like that, but you can fix it, right? It's not just like you have a tear, have to get it, have to get it like surgically repaired. And then that, then it's good. Like you can live in this gray area and live completely a fine normal life i was saying today like i'd love to get an mri of my body um and know like how like many things are just like yeah. you know and, stuff. and i i feel like i operate at a, at a fairly decent level uh fairly high level uh as far as like my physical activity goes and you know um i have no real complaints about it so you know it's 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 hard for people to understand that especially i mean people are busy in general right like you know a lot of people like you know, aren't prioritizing their health as much, um, where they want to just like dive into it. You know, it's just like, this is just a headache mm. and I just get out of pain. And then once I'm out of pain, I'm not going to worry about it anymore. Nice. Well, thank you both so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. It's cool to know what you're all about and looking forward to, you know, a few more episodes coming up where we talk about, you know, a lot of the stuff that you talked about already and just going a little bit more in depth, but, uh, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank yeah, you so much. For having us.